Welcome to the Christy Taylor Show. I'm your host, Christy Taylor. And if you are from Memphis, you know about this dance called Juking. And we have a new movie that's going to be hitting stars. And I have the pleasure of talking to one of the actresses from that forthcoming movie and super excited to introduce her to you. She's a new budding actress. We're talking about Danielle Booth, also known as Live in the Booth. And she is a Memphis native who you cannot put in a box. If you try, you will be shocked. Now, she is a new actress to appear on the screen. Now, the years 2020 and 2021 proved to be the jumpstart for the budding actress with her making an indie short film debut in Black August, followed by roles in Airbnb 1333 and Hurting Pleasures. Now, Danielle has been in love with creative and performance art since a child and always dreamed of being on the big screen. Now, last year she met Howard Bell, the writer of Juking, which led to her first full feature film. Now that is set to be released on the Stars platform. Now, when Danielle is not acting, she is busy with a career in sports and recreation, as well as her love for community and spiritual mastery. One thing Danielle wants us all to know is you are the ruler of your destiny. I want you to help me welcome to the Christy Taylor Show. And that's live in the boo. All right. <laughs> now, <laughs> you know, of course, Danielle Booth is your name, but mm -hmm. live in the booth is really what you're known as. So I really want to know where did that name come from? Um, so Instagram and social media, you know, you have to think of like a catchy you know, like name or something like that to use for your Instagram or social media. And so I just thought of live in the booth. Um, and I've always like wanted to like rap and like do things like that as well. So um, that's on the way. Uh, and so I just thought it fit so well into um, my last name, Booth, which I want to carry with me no matter if I get married and I don't have that name anymore or just I always want to carry it with me. We're live in the booth. I'm super excited that, you know, you came up with a very strong handle. And I was just thinking, it's like, is it live or live? But, you know, live does definitely talk about, like, being in the studio and uh, your creative process. You say, since a child. Now, you don't seem too much older, but I can tell uh, you, you like, you know, I'm grown. I'm grown. <laughs> so, nice. since a child. You said, I'm all the way grown. So, since a child, meaning what? Um, how did that creative expression start for you? Um, elementary school, um, elementary and middle school is more so when it really um, hit because I went to Colonial Middle School right here in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, so it's a creative and performing arts school. And so um, from there, I was involved in dance and I was involved in acting. Um, I did arts and blues camps that were every year um, we got to perform on the Orpheum stage as, as a child. So um, yeah, so those were the things that definitely like just sparked that creative buzz now colonial feeds into overton am i correct correct okay yeah as a matter of fact from time to time when i want to be in sub mode that's one of my favorite schools to go to oh wow uh, from dr lula hedgeman i remember uh of course did you graduate from overton no i was gonna say no i didn't go to overton okay. but I, I went to um ridgeway you went to Ridgeway, yeah, because just that whole creative aspect of that area, like it's a colonial Overton. Um, so if you have been in that creative mode, how have you been able to beyond school to continue that leading up to you now becoming an actress? 
really honestly like i hadn't done a whole lot like i had just really been i went to college um mm -hmm. and that was my background sports and recreation and i started working in for the city i started working in community centers and i found like a really great love for community um and just like doing things within the community whether it be health whether it be events or whatever and so i just started doing that um in then eventually i was just mm -hmm. like hey like no one of my friends um that did black august she went to middle school with me and she reached out to me and she was like hey do you want to do this do you want to do this um movie and i was like sure and from there like it really just spun it really just like happened hey and i'm so happy <laughs> that like i started back because i realized like hey, this is a part of your purpose. Like, this is a part of what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and so it's been, like, Godspeed ever since. Now, that's that hits around, like, 2019, 2020? Is it right yes. around? Okay, so here we are in the midst of uh, that global change, and you're finding a new way to express yourself creatively. Did that help, you know, to help you cope through the unsettling, you know, situations of 2020? I think it did. Mm -hmm. I guess like no one's ever really asked me that. I've never really thought about it. So mm -hmm. um, I would like to think that it did because like so many people were finding like their purpose and finding their passions and things like that. So it did give me the chance to get right back into what it what I've always wanted to do. You know, I feel like when we get adults, sometimes we feel like we can't do certain things because mm -hmm. we got to work, we got to do this, we got to do this. I have a daughter, you know, so it's just so many things but it really it really during that time when all that was happening it really brought me back in to like who i am you know you brought up your daughter and before we started i asked about the amazing artwork that's on the wall uh could you share with our audience about that if you please yes um so we have like an art wall here and so we have done like different paintings different places in my in my daughter she's really really good with art um she's a, a excellent painter and so these are some of her art her artwork up here as well as mine and so we just wanted to put put the work around the house i like how you're fostering that so um, when it came to visual arts for you was that something you did as a child as well or is it something you did just with your daughter just with my daughter like just mm -hmm. We'll go to the Overton Park and paint. We'll go to the Wolf River and paint. Like, we'll just do, like, paint outings just to be creative. And so, uh, it's a fun time. How old is your daughter? And what's her name? My daughter is 14. Whoa. <laughs> okay, okay. So, you, you definitely don't look like you have a teenager. <laughs> That's a blessing. That's a blessing indeed. And I, I hear you saying quite a bit about, you know, you ended up, you know, getting into sports and recreation. That was your undergrad and you work with the city of Memphis regarding that. Yes. So worked, um, mm -hmm. I went to the U of M and then my first job um, outside mm -hmm. of like as soon as I graduated was with the city of Memphis. Okay. Um, and I've done a lot. I've done a lot of different things, which I think my um, career has been creative. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. My career has been creative, but it it molded me into a like I said community, um, and then also just someone who can kind of like talk to 
talk to people and just a people person. Um, so I think it molded me for where I am now. You know, one of the um, when I was reading your bio and doing some of my research, I came across your amazing website. Let me see if I can bring that on. Uh, give me some information about this organization that you're a part of. Um, so Empress and Emperor was a um, nonprofit that I actually started when I was still in college. Um, when my undergrad, we had to um, do some type of outreach. We really just had to do a project, and I just formed it into some type of outreach um, for young for young girls. So it was just Empress. Um, and then once I graduated, I got into the community centers. I noticed that there was a need for the young men as well. Um, so we added Emperor on to it. Um, and so an Empress or an Emperor is just someone who is the ruler of that specific land and that specific space. And so that's where our tagline came from and something that I live by is you are the ruler of your destiny. We make our rules. Um, we create, you know, the life that, that we want to live. Um, and so we work with people on holistic health. Um, astrology is one of our big things that we push because knowing the deeper essence of astrology can help people with their lives and their purpose. And we also have all types of like natural products featured from all different people in Memphis, different natural products, um, whether that be capsules, teas, um, sea moss gels. No. All, and, that's, and that's um, pretty much people who are from Memphis. Because, of course, I know there's a lot of holistic uh, Memphians. So you all actually create a consensus with all of them. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And we try to bring them all mm -hmm. together so people can know that, hey, if you're looking for something holistic, then you can go to Empress and Emperor and that's where you'll find it. And you will find it, you know, so many different people that share their products on the site and their services, um, massage, mm -hmm. um, steaming, um, all different types of things are on the site. Okay. Now, if a person is interested, all they have to do is go to your website to participate both as a recipient. And if they have holistic services and products, they can also uh, find out ways. Oh, that's amazing. I like the way that you all are collaborating with those from the city. So outside of your community work, um, when did you have time? And I do know Airbnb 1333, that's something that um, Delwan Coleman, if I'm correct. Okay, so after you did Black August, let's get you back on your acting tip. So when did you move from that to working with Del Juan Coleman and eventually Howard L. Bell? Okay, so Del Juan was at Black August, and he was one of the um, he was one of the videographers for it. And so when he saw me, he was like, "Put these glasses on." You know, he's a visionary, so. He was like, put these glasses on. So I put the glasses on. He was like, I got this, I got this role for you. And I, I'm sure like you're you gonna love it, you're gonna do well. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, you know. And so when he told me about it, I was like, Yeah, I'll do it. And immediately it just it just struck in me, like, yeah, go ahead and do it, you know. Um, and so we did it. Me and Del Guan worked really well together, um, took his direction really well on what he expected or what he wanted with the film. Um, it was a lot of improvisation. So it really tested me and I really had to like grow and kind of study a little bit as well. Um, now, yeah. Give us a little backstory on that storyline, because I, I, I know he loves to kind of deal in that horror thriller. Was that one of those? <laughs> Right. Um, so I I play um, a girl who was in college um, and I was going to a nursing like um, 
gathering with my classmates and I get there and it's this haunted mansion. Um, and I'm like, Hey, I need to, I need to leave. She wanted to leave the character wanted to leave, but the people kept reeling her in. They end up getting her in because, um, she hit a, a child with her car. So that's how they end up getting her in the house finally. And once they got her in the house, it was all these different dimensions that she went through throughout the house. And it was just scary. You know, it was just like one of those like Jordan Peele type of movies where yes. it's like, what is going on? You know, it just mine, the like the mine. I have the honor of seeing a snippet of it. And I understand that even some of the different dimensions their character had to go through uh, he's talked about creating spinoffs. So is that something that might happen with that character that she might come back? I'm hoping so. I know she did kind of, they didn't say if she died at the end or what. So I'm hoping mm -hmm. so. They're going to hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> so after you did Airbnb, tell me about hurting pleasures. Tell me about that. So hurting pleasures, um, it was with Jason Martin, who also works hand in hand with Del Gwan. Um, They like a one two combo, one two match. Um, and so that's how I met Jason. And Jason was like, hey, I got this role for you. So basically it was um, my character. She was kind of like a battered woman, if you would say. Um, and she, her boyfriend he had been like abusing her and you know her brother had abused her so she just had a long like list of like abuse and so at the end of the movie she kind of snapped Whoa. um yeah she kind of snapped and she what's um, kind of snap what what do you mean she kind of snapped oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she um she actually like she actually pulled a gun and killed her boyfriend whoa yeah she actually pulled a gun and killed her boyfriend and then we brought awareness at the end to domestic violence and how to get help and things like that before it gets to that point where you have to um you know take matters into your own hands because her and a group of girls actually set them up um oh, wow that's a serious topic that's an extremely yeah. serious topic. now i know that jason he has definitely been you know grinding really hard so shout out to him as well yes um, memphis film scene what are some of the things that you're noticing because i know that through these experiences you end up meeting howard um as we know atl bell um so what is the memphis film scene like for you now um, it's really fun. Um, I get to meet all types of different people. Um, so many different projects have been, you know, like, hey, do you want to do this or hey, do you want to do that? You know, it's just it's it's so wide open. So many people are getting into their creativity. Um, and they want to express it and they want to show it. Um, and so from my perspective, the Memphis film scene is full of talent and it's full of like really really talented people that just want to get their work out there. Um. I will also say that they say that, you know, like Memphis is like kind of like a cliquish, you know, type of city, but I really haven't experienced that much at all. Like I've really experienced a lot of like love and camaraderie um, in the film scene. Um, and, you know, I think that there has been like little things that happen, but like everybody's able to like come and talk about adult, about it like adults. So, um, it's been great. Like, there's some really talented people out here. Yeah, like, they're very talented, talented people. Now, of course, that leads us to, um, and was it last year that as you are now moving throughout this film community that you meet Howard? Let's talk about that. 
So Howard reached out to me on Facebook, in my Facebook in inbox, and he's like, hey, you know, I really enjoyed you on um, Airbnb and Hurting Pleasures, you know, like, I, are you interested in, you know, hearing about this, um, this movie that I'm doing? And I'm like, mm, yeah, okay. And then he gave me some of his other movies that he had already done, which were featured on Tubi. Um, and after I saw them, I was like, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, let's meet. Um, so me and some of the other main stars, we all met at what restaurant did we go to? Oh, it was in Midtown. Young Avenue Deli. We yes. yeah, we, we all went there. Um, we ate, we talked, and um, I loved the role. It was at first I was just like, oh, I don't know, but I do want to be diverse and I do want to be able to stretch, you know, what type of roles I play and how mm -hmm. I play them. So um, it was great. Howard was absolutely amazing. Um, the 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 people that I work with were amazing. Um, it was just a great experience, and I feel like it was one of the best so far, for sure. Now, with you being, are you born and raised in Memphis? Yes. Okay, so the movie is called Jooking. Jooking. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I say it right. Jooking. Yeah. It's like it's like mine. You're like mine. Jooking. There's a certain way you have to say these words. <laughs> right. Right. So with you being, you know, born and raised in Memphis, how familiar were you with the dance art form called Jukin? Very familiar. Okay. Um, very familiar because I went to high school with like one of the Jukin legends. Her name is Lashante. Um, and so I've watched her, you know, like grow and, you know, just become this amazing artist. So she was, I feel like really one of my first introductions to Jukin in high school, her and, um, and then there are a plethora of other people. I don't know all of their names, but mm -hmm. I was definitely familiar with Jukin and what it was. And anytime we used to go to parties in high school, there would be the Jukin crew over there and they're getting it. So Jukin is definitely a Memphis movement. It's a different. What have you learned about it from high school, seeing friends and, you know, like you said, the Jukin, Jukin crew over in the corner dancing to what did you learn and, possibly discover more about the dance form once you did the movie it's it's for it's serious um it's serious it is a, a sector of dance just like modern just like hip-hop just like classical ballet um it's a it's a sector of dance and it's serious and people are really invested in juking and people are um really talented in it and they really they really care strongly about it and so that was what i learned more so like in the movie as far as like the seriousness around it the competitions that i didn't know that were going on like how they go and they do competitions here and then they may go to atlanta and do a competition and then they may go you know to vegas and do a competition like there are jokers that are all over the world really yeah i um, mean it started right here in memphis yeah so it's there just like a lot of things start here in Memphis and a lot of like greatness starts here. And then we just implant our greatness all over the world. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I learned, like the seriousness of it. Now, um, I can't think of his name right now, but he's been on some of the top stages. Uh, he even had a shoe that was built around him. Oh, oh my wow. God. Was it him? Oh, no. 
I can't believe this moment. But one of the things that I was really amazed by, you know, because I kind of remember Jukin off and on, but once I really saw how popular it was becoming and more importantly, the global impact, I was like, whoa, once again, uh, a Memphis impact around the world. Um, so just without giving me too much about the movie, who is your character? And is she a Jukin? Does she Juk? Am I saying it right? <laughs> is she a Jukin? Is she a Jukin? <laughs> that, that was perfect. Um, no, my character is not a joker. Her name is Gwen. Um, and she's more so on like the drama side. You know how like all your movies, like you got served or like your dancing yeah. movies, they have the dancers and then they have like the serious side of the mm -hmm. plot as well. And so I'm more so on the drama side. Okay. So you bring a drama to the dance. <laughs> you drink drama. <laughs> and it sounds like it's a lot of drama. It's, it's a lot, a lot of, drama. of drama. Yes. Oh my goodness. It's you good know, drama. Y'all enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now Jukin was fortunate enough to get picked up by stars. How familiar with you? Were you amazed at that? I mean, because a lot of times you can have a great movie, like of course, Howard L. Bell, he's had quite a few of his movies. I think over 10 has been put on like Tubi and other platforms, but this one is going to stars. Uh, how did you feel when you got the news that it was going to stars? When he told us that, we were all on the phone and he told us, we was like, I was like, what? Wow. Like, I was really, like, happy. Like, really happy and just, like, overjoyed and grateful. Like, what? We're going we're gonna to be on stars? Yes. You know? So I was like, thank God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who don't know, we have another Memphis native who has a show, P-Valley, Katari Hall. Yeah. That's on stars. So I, I'm loving the fact that stars is showing Memphis a lot of love, a lot I of love. Yes. Yeah, so now, of course, we know that that's going to be coming very, very soon. Make sure you all follow. Uh, what's the best way for them to stay in the loop on the launch of Juking on Stars? Juking has actually a Facebook page of its own, and it's called Juking. So when you type in Juking, J O O K I N. When you type that in, it'll come up on um, Facebook as Jukin the Movie. And then that's how you can get all of the like updates and everything. All right. We also so have a premiere coming on the 10th. That's right. That's right. We have a premiere coming March 2020. And super excited that I'm going to get a chance to get a, a, a sneak peek before it hits stars. Ooh. Yes, Howard said I can come, so I'm going to get my VIP on. So super <laughs> excited about that. Um, now, of course, before we wrap up, I want people to, uh, first of all, you've been a, an amazing guest. Thank, Thank you, Danielle. you've been an amazing Thank host. You. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anytime you need to come back, sis, just let me know. Now, of course, for those who want to learn more about you, and if there are any writers or directors out there who would love to put you in their next movie, how can people get connected with you and stay up on what uh, you've got going on? Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Live in the Booth, Facebook, Live in the Booth, um, YouTube, Live in the Booth, and Twitter, Live in the Booth. So all of the, all any social media you know, that you're looking for is all live in the booth. So you can just type it in the search box. I'll pop right up. And make sure you put an E on the end of that booth. Okay. Yeah, live yeah. in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> 
All righty then. Anything else you want to make sure that we share? Because I know you're very involved in the community as well. Any community appeals that you have going on coming up in the spring as well that we need to know know about before we go? Yes. We have not even dropped this yet, but I can tell you all that we are having a holistic health fair. Um, I do want to say that Empress and Emperor was the first in the city to do holistic health fairs. And so we're going to be doing another one this uh, spring. So please be on the lookout for that. Um, you can be on the lookout. You can just go to empressandemperor.org and we'll have all the information there. Um, these events, you know, we have a lot of holistic health people there. And we also have some traditional health vendors that are there as well because we really want to marry those communities instead of being separate um and we also um do like yoga and live performances and things like that so please join us and just stay tuned so you can get the dates all right you've been amazing thank you danielle booth aka live in the booth with the e at the end <laughs> Figure out in the upcoming movie, Junkin. Uh, I said it right. I felt that. I felt that. Junkin on stars. And uh, we're going to have a premiere coming up this month as well. Shout out to Howard L. Bell. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you all for checking us out. And coming up next, we do have my girl, Tina Tilton. Yes, Tina Tilton, The Blend. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go on our way out. Just that simple.